0: Healthy decision-making is a skill. Hi, there is memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. There are some simple uh, things that we struggle with in our daily lives. We can be really intelligent in terms of academics and also being quick and um, and, and sort of grasping some, uh, you know, Booky concepts or concepts that are in books or shared by um, academics. However, we can find it really difficult to make simple decisions, simple healthy decisions. I mean decision making is something we do all the time. The question is is the decision that you are making healthy or unhealthy, and this is where we require skills. To make decisions in our best interest to act with unconditional positive regard so we can make a decision you can make a decision let me say you you can make a decision to eat to drink dress connect and live life you can choose your circles you can choose the type of food you eat you can choose to be vegetarian. And the decisions that you make impact the quality of your life. We don't know this sometimes because we don't tend to think about it and nobody teaches us this. However, healthy decision making involves saying no to yourself sometimes and also saying yes. It depends on what it is. Sometimes you really need to say no to yourself. The problem is sometimes we have strong convictions. And we might think that these strong convictions mean that we are... You know we are acting in our best interest, but actually that might not be true at all. I, I remember there is something that um, that um, that was said by um, by Gabao Mate. Doctor Gabao Mate said um, strong convictions do not necessarily signal a powerful sense of self. Very often, quite the opposite. Intensely held beliefs may be no more than a person's unconscious effort to build a sense of self, to feel what underneath is experienced as a vacuum. So sometimes we want to sort of um, argue our convictions uh, when they are actually not helpful. They they are just an attempt by us to to, to just fill the, the void within us, to make us feel as if we are in control when actually we are not. So what I'm trying to say here is that sometimes we do not realize how limited we are in our healthy decision-making skills, uh, especially when we have unhealed trauma. So we probably create solutions at work professionally at school around what uh, our children need because some of these things like at work they've got concepts that they have trained us in we've got a template to follow uh, which we now have memorized and and we can actually uh, follow that template around what our children do because they can trigger us these children so we need to Put, get them in line sometimes so, so we know what to do with them. We know what decisions to make or we can do it in their best interest. So we might also even know what decisions are helpful for other people uh, outside work without knowing what actually is in our best interest. Uh, or we could know what is in our best interest but, the interest but the decisions that we make are actually not in our best interest. So that means knowing what is best is not enough. But actually the decision to apply the knowledge is a decision, is a healthy decision. That is what we are talking about. So it is an eye opener to learn that we can struggle to make those simple healthy choices in everyday life that can help to improve the quality of life. When we are struggling psychologically, we might actually... Not determine what is best for us and act in our best interest. What am I saying? We identify this shortcoming in the way that we do relationships and friendships and even make some lifestyle choices on how to cope with our challenges. So, number one, the relationships we choose, the relationships we stay in, and the decisions we make or actions we take in these relationships. Your healthy relationship is a sign of your decision-making skills. Number two, the action that we take in our social circles when we feel wronged or when we are influenced by others, even the circles that we choose. It's a decision. We might employ aggression or passivity without reflecting on our actions and that is a decision that we are making that impacts our lives. And then number three, the relationships we have with ourselves. When things unwanted happen, we might not take time to reflect on on and objectively evaluate our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. Reflection, if done, can be succeeded by regulating ourselves, creating solutions which we decide to implement and then getting back to the present. And this is a decision that we can make instead of reacting when something unwanted happens. So all these three and these relationships and situations can bring attention to unresolved silent triggers from the past. I was talking to someone and they told me that they don't have triggers. Um, so the thing about it is triggers are really defined in in, in in some way but I look at them a bit differently. Here's the thing if I am getting into a relationship and I choose a relationship that is healthy there is a trigger there behind my decision or my choice that I'm making that prompts me to make a healthy decision to go with a healthy partner or to ignore red flags it's a trigger so if I'm ignoring a red flag it means that I am reacting I am not sitting with my trigger to actually reflect on the action I'm about to take but if I sit with my trigger or my question my life question and ask myself is this a healthy situation for me how do I know a healthy situation because I love myself because I've learned emotional intelligence because I sit with my um, my decision and ask myself questions why is why is this person the right person for me why do I think I can do relationship with this person and if I reflect and objectively evaluate my decision, I can make the a decision in my best interest. So, when we are unhealed, as I said, and reacting, we make decisions that are not in our best interest in our social circles. And this might include how we choose a partner and how we continue a relationship, as well as how we might act when we are triggered, as discussed above. Or before so this is why we can see a person with a successful business or a career and they've got a lot in their lives but the way that they respond to other people is very dysfunctional the way that they do relationship is very toxic the way that they communicate they communicate like a like a toddler like a teenager like a very young child because they do not have healthy decision-making skills they might make great decisions for business because they reflect on that but not for quality of life so it is important that we do not rely on worldly position possessions as the measure of success because the ultimate measure of success is peace of mind so we need to start differentiating between intelligence and emotional intelligence A lack of direction and conditional peacefulness comes from an inability to make decisions that can enhance the quality of life. When people are like that, or they lack direction and condition, and they have conditional peacefulness, they might not have made one decision in their lives to address their past and how it is influencing the present. They make decisions to have lovely possessions, but not peace of mind. And that decision can actually be just a distraction from their emotions. They might focus on achieving externals externally, but not actually internally. So, the lack of ability to make healthy decisions comes from treating every moment as danger and therefore applying survival strategies if we respond to everything as if we are in danger that is a trauma response and a lot of rushed decisions will be made and this will not be in your best interest but a lot of rushed decisions can wait distance is important to allow reflection no matter what is happening you can create distance between what has triggered your question and your decision. People can wait. Text messages can wait. Phone calls can be missed until a re- health response is created if there's a trigger. Boundaries can be created. No contact can be triggered to help you create decisions in your best interest. So what I'm trying to say is experiencing the moment is important for healthy decision-making and it requires practice and calls for emotional intelligence. So decision-making can create boomerangs. Making one decision to understand yourself on a deeper level by addressing past traumas through applying the concept of emotional intelligence can help improve decision-making skills and therefore the quality of life. When you get to know yourself, you know what you want and you know what you are doing and why you do it in every moment or in any moment and you reflect on your actions. You need to understand yourself and therefore try to understand everything you are doing because without recognizing something, you cannot understand it and make informed Fit for purpose choices around it so what I'm trying to say is know yourself know what you want know your behaviors understand how why you behave as you behave and look into exactly how you can achieve anything that you want through applying healthy behaviors or replacing the behaviors that you might want to employ in the moment So emotional intelligence helps you to develop self-awareness to understand the impact of your emotions, what you do and why you do it. Whatever decision you make in life is an underlying sensation, feeling, mental image and thought. We just do not stop to pay attention sometimes. And an understanding of these underlying currents can help you determine your choices and make healthy decisions. Emotional intelligence has got five components. Self-awareness, self-management, motivation, empathy, and social skills. So self-management is very helpful and re- relies on decision-making. So understanding your emotions, yourself, your motivations will help you to create solutions that are in your best interest. Emotional Intelligence, component of self-management, involves self-control, achievement orientation, where passion is a requirement, positive outlook, and adaptability. These are competencies that are important. You can search that up online. An ability to manage yourself comes from an ability to make healthy decisions and choices and take action from these decisions and choices. To apply healthy decision-making in your healing and life questions, SIFT-SAM guides you to not only identify the bodily manifestation of your question or your trigger, but also helps you ask yourself why you are considering the actions or decisions you might consider or why they would be best. SIFT-SAM prompts you to consider other perspective as well as raw reversal to avoid black and white thinking. SIFTSEM applies solution focused rumination. It encourages you to identify where you might need to seek support on the second level from others who can confirm that you're probably on the track on, on the right track, or they can support you with other solutions to add to what you have already decided or brainstormed. Sifts them through the dichotomy of control helps you determine what to focus on and what to let go of. And this is a very important aspect of decision making. You need to know (laughs) what you need to let go of. And if you don't know what to let go of, this is why you might end up in a toxic relationship or trying to control outcomes or trying to make someone do something. It is important to identify that making decisions in your best interest is a skill and a skill needs to be practiced daily and to be competent requires that you apply tools you see tools for that skill to take shape many people do not practice because emotional intelligence involves emotions yet anything human involves emotions without addressing anything around emotion we can spiritually bypass This is when we might see someone struggling with life issues that might be very, very simple. But because they are bypassing emotions, they tend to react rather than respond. They tend to rush to conclusions and to rush decisions instead of sitting with their decisions and reflecting on them first. They might not recognize the boomerang effect one decision can create. As I mentioned above, if you heal, you can reflect on your decisions and you can love yourself and you can choose to be in a healthy relationship. So, here is the thing if you want to make the decision that is in your best interest in your relationships, the decision to choose healthy relationships, the decision to leave toxic relationships, you need to take the decision to heal your trauma, to learn emotional intelligence, to love yourself, and to act in your best interest. When you know what is best for you, you can choose what to do with your life, having judged what is not best for you, what is not in your best interest. As Daniel Gorman says, the goal is balance, not emotional suppression, because every feeling has its value and significance so i hope you find this helpful to make decisions in your life because you are making decisions all the time but are you making the right decisions reflect on that and heal so that you can make decisions in your best interest quality life before relationships thank you